I remember I started listening to your podcast like from day one and I you're like the first podcast that like got me into podcasts yeah and then at the start of this year I I was it was a goal to like be on a podcast so this is really cool. I love it so you <laughs> yeah. basically manifested being on the show yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're at the Profit Planner Podcast. And I just want to introduce you real quick before we even start. Emily is in the Profit Planner Lounge and in the free Facebook group, everyone, like everywhere, we've gotten to know each other over the past year. And she used to always comment on my Instagram stories like, used to stalk her to see, oh, she's a photographer. So, you know, she'd always uh, ask for me to make this specific content on the podcast, which is so helpful. So uh, whenever I started doing workflows, I have a workflow shop. I thought, oh man, I need to really be really specific, get a photography client workflow started. And so I've been interviewing photographers for this photography client workflow. And by far, Oh my gosh, Emily blew me away with, with her photography workflow. I was like, are you serious? This is so detailed. This is just, I'm just in heaven right now. So I knew that I had to have her on the podcast to talk about her workflow behind the scenes and her open up to how she leads people from a client lead to offboarding and systemize that whole entire process. So welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yes. Now, let's just talk real quick about what your business looks like, what you do, and all that awesome jazz. Yeah, so I am a photographer. I mostly shoot weddings, and I've niched down into doing adventure photography. So I, I, <laughs> I work with couples who do elopements in the mountains or who get married, and then after that, we go take pictures in a canoe. So that's my favorite couple. But, so I mostly do weddings and couple sessions. And then this year I'm launching into course production and I'm doing a lot of um, content, creating content for other photographers. Yeah. Diversifying those income streams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So whenever you're taking on one of these clients, and I think we're specifically going to focus on wedding clients. Is that okay? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so for wedding clients, I know you use Dubsado, and we're mm -hmm. all huge fans of Dubsado over here. If oh, you yeah. don't know what Dubsado <laughs> is, it's a client management system that you can use to automate from client leads, invoices, contracts, all that awesome stuff, and you can get 50% off with the code Profit Planner. Uh, so definitely go check that out, and there's also a free forever trial for clients. It's amazing. So I know you use Dubsado to capture leads, but what does that process look like when um, they fill out that form? So the form that they actually fill out on my website is actually a Dubsado form, and that's really cool because when I receive a lead, I don't actually have to transfer all that information into my my client base or into Dubsado because whenever they fill out their name, their wedding date, and any information, Dubsado then creates a project in their system. So then I can just go in there, automatically reply to the new client. So I have Dubsado, a workflow set up in there that sends in a little a little email that says, hi, thank you for getting in touch. I'll get back to you within 48 hours. These are my business hours. And then if you want more info, I also give a, uh, a link to my website in case they might've missed that when they were on my website. So it's just automatically, I take care of them within minutes that they send, um, they send me an email. 
Yeah. And that's perfect. I think that's good to make sure that through every step of the process, you're potentially, because at this point they haven't even signed the contract yet. They feel Mm -hmm. so loved, so welcomed, so taken care of. Yeah. So then I get a notification from Dubsado saying there's a new lead. So I'll go into Dubsado, read the form they, uh, they filled out. And then I'm going to send them an email basically right away, or as soon as I have the chance, send them an email. And I always make sure to make the emails personalized. So that first email they received was just a template email because it sends out automatically. But then the next one, I try to include a few details. If they say they're getting married at XYZ venue, then I can say, oh, I've shot there before. What a beautiful venue. Or if they gave me a little bit about their story, just kind of talk about that to make it extra personal. And then from there, I make sure to see if we can book a coffee date because then I can meet them in person and we get to make such a more personal connection in person than just keep chatting over email. Nice. And that one email, is that a canned email? Like I know the first email was a template email, but the second email that you send that's more personalized, is that canned? Yeah. So in Dubsado, I have canned emails. So that is one of them, but I have left blank areas or areas that I've like highlighted in red for me to go in and enter personal details or I've actually just written out like say something personal about this couple (laughs) so that way when I just pop up that candy email (laughs) yeah I can just fill out exactly what I need and in Dubsado too I've added it so it just puts their name automatically like say hi you know so and so so that way it's just a lot less work for me (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And all those details really do add up. Like you'd be surprised because yeah. you think, oh, it doesn't take me that much time to write an email. But mm. you'd be surprised just the mental yeah. energy that you have to use and deplete by switching from one task to another task. You're saving yourself mental energy and time. So valuable. Canned emails yeah. are so important. I love that. Totally. totally. So they have booked a coffee date with you. And mm-hmm. what is after that? So after that, we, so, well, at the coffee date, we'll just talk about more details and then figure out if, um, if I should send them a contract and an invoice right away, or usually people take time to talk about it. But on my side of things, I also have a Excel spreadsheet. Well, not Excel, Google Sheets. (laughs) It's just a habit to say Excel. (laughs) So, but whenever I receive the lead, I, I do the personal stuff with them, but then for my side of things to be able to track all my leads and track where my leads is coming from, I have this sheet that I fill out where I can, so I enter the date that they inquired with me, I enter their name and then what channel they inquired through. Sometimes I don't always know, but in my form, I do have a spot that says, how did you hear about me? Be- so I can thank that person or like, where, how did you hear about me? And then they can either say, was it Facebook, Instagram, Google search, or was it a past client or a vendor referral? And then that just helps me even more to find out who are like what channels and am I getting more leads from? And then in that form as well, I can also track the conversion rate of each channel. So then I can say, well, Facebook, I've gotten five inquiries this year, but only one of them booked. But Instagram, I might have gotten less inquiries, but I booked them all. So I'm able to see which channel is bringing me. I don't like to use the word quality client because every quiet client is quality, but the client or the couple that is best for me. So if Instagram, I'm showing 
more of myself, then maybe that's attracting couples that are more likely to book with me. Yeah. And I love that because you're collecting data. And I think most service-based business owners shy away from this because, oh my gosh, numbers in the spreadsheet and blah, yeah. you know, I totally get that. But the data that you're getting is so crucial. And yeah. you know, that's part of being a CEO and having a business that's ready to scale is because you have that data. You can now make decisions on where to place your energy, time and marketing money or just marketing time mm -hmm. uh, and getting those not qual yeah i don't want to say quality leads either but yeah. you get where i'm going with it so mm -hmm. i love that you're doing that and i think every service based business owner should be thinking about having some kind of spreadsheet that's tracking all of this information and i've seen your spreadsheet oh my gosh guys i wish that i could just show you but this is audio only actually well we have youtube but really i can't show you the spreadsheet it is incredible though and i love how she's organized everything but you can actually see the conversion rates i mean it's just it's just so great. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I like, I'm obsessed with spreadsheets. I think we're a little bit the same in that way. Like I have spreadsheets from when I was 10. I would count, I'm not even joking. I would count all my Halloween candy and then write out how many Kit Kats I got, how many Smarties I got. And then I have like five years worth and I can see like what candy was most popular in the certain years like no you did not <laughs> I am oh not kidding. I have them right here and yeah that's from my dad though but it's hilarious like I love yeah. that I love that <laughs> that is too funny yeah that's that just funny. a little a little story <laughs> <laughs> so they you booked a coffee date let's say they booked with you you obviously you yeah. fill out that google spreadsheet which is amazing and then after you fill out this google sheet what do you do so if they book with me, then I create their own client portal and that's still within Dubsado. So the portal is a spot for each couple to log in. And then inside that portal, they can view their invoice, they can view their contract, they can view any emails I've sent them and then any appointments that we have. And then any forms that I send them like down the road, they can see them on there too. So I'll just add the contract on there and I will send them, so I send them a thank you, like a thank you email, basically as soon as they've told me they've booked with me, but then to make it even more personal, I send a thank you gift or like a thank you for booking little package. So in there. Nice. And what is that? Yeah, it's changed a lot over the past years, I guess. I used to include different things, but right now <laughs> what my package looks like is I have little mugs that say... I think they say Mr. and Mrs. or something cute like or you're my favorite she's my favorite or something like that oh yeah 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 so coffee mugs and then I include like nice little teas and then I have um spoons that are like hand stamped and says like good morning beautiful good morning handsome so it's just kind of like a little morning package and then I have a handwritten thank you letter so I've already sent them that thank you email but just receiving that handwritten thank you letter I think is just the extra touch and no one really receives I don't know letters handwritten anymore in the mail no. so it's super special yeah and it's for them to receive that package too they always send me an email like wow we never expected to receive this it's yeah you know, so yeah. yeah. And that's great because, you know, from the very beginning, even whenever they inquired, they felt so appreciated because you were very quick to respond with that automated email. And then now they've booked and they're just already blown away 
we haven't even got to the wedding yet. And they're yeah. already blown away by how welcoming you are and how they feel like, Hey, you know, we're really going to take care of you. And they feel mm -hmm. so much more confident in you, which is probably going to help the preparation phase leading up to the wedding be a lot more efficient because they respect you more as a photographer because you've taken yeah. that initiative. So anyways, I absolutely love this. Keep going. Mm -hmm. What happens after that? <laughs> so after they, well, after they receive their package, there's usually like people mostly book 12, 10 to 12 months in advance for their wedding day. Right. So I send the package, we exchange a few more emails, and then I'll send them another email probably a week later just to say, you know, we're all good, payment went through, contract is signed. I usually make it funny, like we have all the boring stuff out of the way. And now it's time for the fun stuff. So most couples, we do an engagement session before their wedding day. So that'll just be like two hours where we get to spend together and take more casual photos. So I'll send another email to have to get them prepped for the engagement session. And I also have a blog post on my website that says five tips on how to plan your engagement session. So that's great because couples that are not mine couples can still get tips from that. But then instead of having to write a long email, I can just link them to the blog post. So I send them those tips and then just tell them, think about it, you know, think about what season you might want your engagement session. Um, you know, if you have any questions, if you want ideas on where to do it, I just kind of send them all the information, let them think about it, and then we can plan the engagement session and then, you know, go from there. Yeah, I love that. So you're making sure that all their questions are answered before they even ask. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. most people haven't even thought about the engagement session yet, or they might not even thought of like, oh, well, maybe we want to shoot it in the spring because we want to include the, our photos in the save the day, you know, right. so some people might have wanted to do it later, but then the save the date cards would already have been sent. So right. it's just like helping them out with that and kind of, I, you know, I've been to most wedding to many, many more weddings than most of them have ever been to right at this point. Right. So right. it's like I've seen kind of how it happens, even if I'm not married myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you're yeah. the experienced go-to person, and exactly. that's always good to position yourself like that. And I like how throughout this workflow, you're positioning yourself as, you know, I am a leader in this industry. I know what I'm doing. I'm confident. And I love that because I see a lot of photographers, especially those that might not even be as experienced, but they kind of shy away from being confident, even not behind the camera. Like you have to be confident as a photographer behind the camera, obviously, but also when the camera's put away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it took me a, probably took me a year from getting started to like yeah. find all of that. But definitely I've seen a difference in how my couples, I guess, look at me or I'm not just the photographer that'll show up on their day and then leave after I'm like part of their wedding day. Cause on the wedding day too, I tell them, I will be the one spending the most time with you, probably even more than your spouse, because I'm there in the morning yeah. before even you guys are married. So like we have to be, you know, we have to kind of create that relationship and not just have me as another vendor. Right. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So I know you used Dubsado. So what does that workflow look like in Dubsado? Because they booked. Could you just kind of walk me through how that looks like? And I know you've touched on a little pieces of it here and there. As soon as they inquire through that contact form, mm -hmm. so the email sends out automatically. And then as soon as I receive that, I'll send them a personalized email 
we'll book the coffee date, we'll go for the coffee date. Usually, unless either one of us are busy, it's usually a couple days later. We'll chat there. Sometimes we end up talking for an hour and a half and half of it is not even wedding stuff. But that just means that we're like building that connection even more. And then after the coffee date, they'll usually think about it. Then they'll get back to me saying, we'd love you as our wedding photographer. From there, I'll send the contract that's in, well, I'll create their portal in Dubsado. And then in the portal, I add the contract, the invoice. Once all that stuff is done, then I send the, uh, the welcome gift. And then from that point on, my whole workflow is basically within Asana, which is the, uh, I know Haley loves this program too, <laughs> yes. so everyone's heard about it by now. But so my workflow is in Asana. So I'm able to, I create a new little project or a card, I think they're calling there. And then I put the couple's name in there and then I have a template checklist that I copy over. And then in there I can check everything off. So it says, is the contract signed? And then I check it off. Is the payment received? And then I check it off. And then everything from getting ready for the engagement session is in there. So I check everything off. Getting ready for the wedding day, sending them their form, like their wedding day questionnaire through Dubsado. Mm-hmm. So one month before the wedding, I send a questionnaire with the addresses, family photo lists, phone numbers, everything that I might need for the wedding day. Mm-hmm. And then after that, well, we shoot the wedding. And then I have checklists in there too that are for myself that are not even related to the wedding or to the client. So stuff like back up all my photos, post the blog posts, post the sneak peeks. And I add those dates as soon as I create the new card in Asana because I know the wedding is going to be, for example, on July 7th. Then I can, sorry, I can add the date that says, okay, well, four days later on July 11th, I'm going to post the blog post. So I add those dates. So then in my Asana calendar, I have everything already all laid out as soon as I create the card. And I I know a lot of people are going to have this question is why are you using Asana for that and not Dubsado? I, that's a good question. I think for the well, I already have all my workflows for like everything else in my business. Right. Blogging, YouTube, all that stuff already in Asana. So I think it just made sense for me to create that one in Asana as well to have everything in one place. Yeah. And then that way when I look at my Asana calendar, I have all my tasks, couples, client related and content related. Yeah. But you could very well create that exact workflow within Dubsado. So I think it's yeah. just what I was already using. Yep. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I just know that I can hear the questions and yeah. <laughs> listening right now. And I knew I needed to ask. Yeah. Uh, same thing with me. I use Asana for everything. And I think having that one big color coded calendar, so yeah. crucial. So yes. Awesome. Um, okay, great. So we've now booked them. We have mm-hmm. had a contract signed. We have had a Dipsado workflow. You've created your Asana task for them. That is awesome. Uh, leading up, you have an entire checklist. I think that is fantastic. Now, let's say the wedding is shot. We're good to go. You've got all the photos, all those mm-hmm. checklists done. Now, what does the offboarding workflow look like for you and these clients? Yeah. So that one is a lot shorter, but basically the last thing, our last 
main interaction, I would say, is either their photo gallery delivery or the album design. So not every couple has the album, but for most it'll be me designing the album, sending it off to the printer, and then once they receive their album, that's kind of like the last thing that still ties us together as as my client, if that makes any sense. So they've received their album, and then we're basically done. We've finished the contract, everything has been delivered. But then I will still send, so and this is back in Dubsado, I have a little workflow that I've activated on that client that will automatically send a canned email saying happy first wedding anniversary exactly one year later. So, so on their first wedding anniversary, I send them, so this is a canned email, but Dubsado will have their names put in. So it'll say, uh, hi, Nicole and Jason, you know, uh, can you believe it's already been one year since you got married? You know, time flies, blah, blah, blah. I hope you're enjoying your first wedding anniversary. So that's just like, they hear from me a year later, which they probably didn't expect. So that's just an added little special, special email. In that workflow, I also have an email that sends out on like December 18th, I think, just to say happy holidays. I hope you're enjoying your first Christmas or your first holidays as a married couple. <laughs> so that email sends out and that's pretty much it. I send a few other emails after we've delivered all the photos and that's other than if they come back. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't really advertise that I do family photos, but for mm -hmm. my wedding couples, I'll also include a little message saying like, wink, wink, if a family is on the way, you know, I do family photos for my nice. past couples. So I just kind of add that. And then that's usually that. when I'll hear back from them, maybe two years later when they have kids or kid, whatnot. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love this because you're, you're using a workflow to organize exceeding your client's expectations. And I think, yeah. you know, a lot of people think workflows save you time because they do, they save you they so, really much do. And so much <laughs> energy, but even beyond that, by creating a workflow, you've created a place to where your client or a business to where your clients are just constantly exceeding their expectations for you. And they have such a positive, such a positive view on your business because you're not only more professional with your workflow, but you're also surprising them with all these things, which is yeah. great. And a lot of these surprises, like these automated emails, I mean, you're upselling them in an Basically. automated way that's not, that's very non-spammy, non-slimy. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're doing this in an automated systemized way with your workflow. And I love that. And that's why I think workflows are so, so powerful. And I cannot thank you enough for sharing behind the scenes of yours. Cause I think this is going to help, uh, so many of you, maybe even you're the listening right now, you're freaking out because you have so many tasks. Every time you book a client, you're like, what the crap am I supposed to do with them? I know what I did last time, but I, I don't know. You know, you're kind of going off the top of your head. This is so crucial. So how has this workflow helped you, Emily? It just, like you said, it saves me time and it saves like my sanity. I don't get overwhelmed, right? Because if you have 10 clients on the go, it's, it can be so crazy to remember okay, this wedding is coming up in a month. Oh, I have to send that questionnaire. And now this couple's wedding is coming up in two months and one week. And where am I with that? Where am I with sending my forms? Because then I send an email 
and this is again in Asana, I send an email a month and a week before to remind them of their payment, but that's all sent for me. And then I just received the payment saying, oh, we got your email, here's your last payment. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even remember that you owed me money, but here you are like paying everything on time. So it's just like saving time and so I can focus on other stuff and not just like try to figure out what I have to, what emails I have to send. And if there's something that an email can't be canned, if I have to write more personal email, I still have a line saying, send this email on this day. So then I know to go write it if it doesn't have, if it can't send automatically, but it right. saved me time. And honestly, it's allowed me to be more profitable in a way because of that mini upsell, if you want, when I do, when I offer the family photos or even just offering that better experience, I've been able to book more couples. And it also makes me look more professional in a way or look more like I have all my ducks in a row. <laughs> so that way people are happy or are okay paying X amount more for my services because I, I'm organized and I take care of them. It's That's not just a good point. You can yeah. charge more because you're organized, because you have a workflow and you're more professional. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I didn't even think about that point, but that's so true. So I know everyone is obsessed with this workflow and you are so, so smart when it comes to this stuff. I know you are just now releasing a course. So by the time this is released, it'll be out on the market for a few weeks. But would you mind telling us about what you have offering, what you are offering right now? For my course? Yeah. Yeah. So I am launching my very first course. So it's super exciting, but it's called uh, Lightroom Basics. So it's Lightroom for beginners. So it helps you navigate Lightroom, figure out what's going on, because I know that when you first open that program, it's super overwhelming. And most people will just open it up, freak out, and then close it again and say, I'm not editing my photos today. So I'm going to help you realize that it's not that scary go through Lightroom, and then also how to start editing your photos. So what do all those sliders mean? What does it, how does it affect your photo? How do you fix photos that are, you know, overexposed or underexposed? Or how do you fix a photo that you screwed up? Because we all screw up photos and it might just happen to be your best one. So it can all be saved and just if you understand how all those settings work. So that is my course launching, well, I guess on May 21st, but so next Monday, but it won't be next Monday for everyone that's listening. Yeah. Right. Right. Awesome. Well, where can people find you online? So I am at Hey Emily Smith. So that is Hey E-M-I-L-I-E Smith on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. It's all that same handle. And then my website and blog is photosbyemily.com. Emily spelt E-M-I-L-I-E. It's the French way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I've loved talking to you and thanks for being so open about everything that you're doing. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been really fun.